So there's this feeling that I'm sure we have all experienced at one point in our many weeks of the year that you get to the end of the day only to realize that it wasn't as nearly as productive as you wanted it to be or that you actually needed it to be. Have you felt this? I I thought you were going to say indigestion. And I was like, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) like, uh, yeah, I've been there. What about it, Verbs? Trying to shame me? Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying we all, you know, we can all get caught up in responding to urgent requests from others and get carried away. I've said this before, but I think a lot of people, when they do get time to do some like deep work or like actual work, um, they like squander it via, you know, responding to whatever's in their email inbox Mm -hmm. because that's just easier. It's like downhill work. It's a lot easier to do that like monotonous okay, let me just reply to this email. Let me just do this next email. Then to like actually do work that's important, you know, that's really moving the needle forward. That's hard, you know, like that takes a lot of, lot of effort. Well, it takes forethought and, you know, the way that Michael Hyatt, some of you might've heard of him, but Michael would say it's easier to drift than it is to design, but Mm -hmm. it's hard to get to where you want to go if you're just drifting. And what that looks like when we're working every day is, two areas, interruptions and distractions, like what Courtney said. It's easier to allow interruptions to rule your day. It's easier to avoid design. And and that's sort of where distractions can crop up. But those are the two, the, the two beasts, the two beasts we need to slay today. I don't know why. Hopefully, just a lot of graphic inter- imagery from me today. But <laughs> Let me give you a definition of what we mean by interruptions and distractions, because I think this is really helpful. It's simple, but helpful, because I don't think we actually think about this. Obviously, interruptions um, are external. You know, usually those are other people. Their actions are causing us to not be able to focus on what we need to. Mm -hmm. And then on the other side is distractions. And those come from inside us. It's like nobody else is to blame. They're just the result of our own impulses. So both of those, over the course of the last few episodes, we're really talking about how to be successful in this last quarter. Both of those can be extreme hindrances on being productive in this last quarter. Today, we're just going to walk through a series of strategies that you can try to get the interruptions and distractions under control going forward. This episode is brought to you by Life Focus, a new gamified approach to life planning that's easy, fun, and gives you a GPS for your next 10 years. You can start today at fullfocus.co slash lifefocus. Welcome to another episode of Focus on This, the most productive podcast on the internet. So you can banish distractions, get the right stuff done, and finally start loving Mondays. I'm Verbs, here with Courtney Baker and Blake Stratton. Happy Monday to you both. Hey, happy Happy Monday Monday unto you. Sorry, Blake, I just got a little distracted because there was like literal chips all over my floor. I think this is what living with a a five-year-old, those interruptions from Blaming your daughter. I get it. I get it. (laughs) We saw you snacking. We know. We know. We get it. We can see through the veil. Okay. So we've got a lot of 
awesome strategies to help you not get caught in the web of interruptions and distractions that take you away from the important stuff that in your heart of hearts, you really want to get done. Even if you don't always feel like it, it's the stuff you know is really going to move you closer to the life, to the goals that you're trying to achieve. We do have a lot of ground to cover. So I say we just dive in. Let's do it. And I guess we're talking interruptions and distractions. Where do we want to start? Let's go with the interruptions. Let's start there. How can we defeat these Yeah, I think we should go with interruptions too. Okay. See what I did, so see, what I did first... see what I did there, Verbs? No one, only Nick. Come on, Barney. I, I totally missed it. I Moo. totally missed it. Interrupting cow. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, Strategy yeah. the first, Courtney. <laughs> what do we got? Okay. The first strategy is to signal your unavailability. Now, like we said, interruptions come from outside of us and often they come from other people. And so these people aren't like intentionally thinking, okay, let's go just like crush verbs productivity uh, for Q4 and let's just see how terrible we can make the next day for him. But they are probably trying to pursue their own productivity. It just means that they are going to interrupt yours in pursuit of their own. So with this strategy, the best way to eliminate those interruptions from people is just to signal you're not available to chat or or to help them with whatever they're needing. And so that's as easy as closing your office door, put on the giant noise canceling headphones that I have on right now, update your Slack status. You know, uh, we in our company use a little, it's like a black dot to say like, hey, I'm in, I'm in black mode. Like I'm is not Is that here. what that means? That's Sorry, exactly I'm interrupting you right now. I didn't. Yes. I just, you said it and it just connected because I've seen those black dots and I was like, thank you. <laughs> thank you for that revelation. Yes. Yeah. That's exactly what that means. It's trying to say like, hey, I am not available right now. That I, I will also just add for me personally, if you have kids in your home, um, if you're working from home right now, I I like to do like a mom's going to work. You know, I do like a little like hug, kiss, goodbye, see you for the day, Um, even though I probably will see that, you know, (laughs) it's like a real handoff to try to signal I am not going to be available um, for a while. I don't know if you use an iPhone, but if not, uh, you can call Verbs with the helpline. Verbs, did I take this from you? No, I'm glad you're going there. Go with it. Okay. I was just going to say that as well. if If you don't use an iPhone, you can call Verbs and he'll help bring you to the light. But there's a great feature on iOS 15, the latest update that I've been using for a while because I'm a nerd and I've been in the beta program for the last few months. Flex. But it's, it's a been flex. awesome. <laughs> awesome. And what it is, is uh, they call it focus modes. So it's like, do not disturb, but with a lot more customizations. So for example, I have a focus mode called work that's triggered automatically when I get to the location of my office. And when the work focus mode is on, I can select which people, because for me, the bit, one of the biggest distractions is not other people knocking on my door. It's just this, this phone with notifications that may not be appropriate for the, the context I'm in, right? Like I'll get mm-hmm. you know notifications about my fantasy football team. Well, I don't need to know about that. Well, that I actually do need to know even if I'm at work, but you know, something <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> the weather app notifying me something or, or somebody texting me, you know, that's it's it's not my family and it's not a coworker. It basically uh, silences everything except what you want to get through 
including apps that may notify you or people that may try to call you. And you can set up as many focus modes as you want from personal work, all that stuff. So that's a great way as well. And there's a feature as well when someone texts you, if you want, you can send an auto reply saying, hey, I'm working, but I'll get to this later kind of thing. So yeah, little pro nerd tip for you from uh, an Apple devotee. Thank you for that. And I just um, set my phone to update to uh, 15, so I should be good to go. That's a great tip. Let's move to strategy number two, which is schedule high leverage work. And I think once again, guys, I will continue to preach from the mountaintops this weekly preview and how well that sets you up to be able to do this for your week. And again, it's always going to be something that you'll have to go back and revisit throughout your week just to make sure that you are staying focused and staying on task. But if you put those tasks on your your calendar, those top tasks, when you do this, it's going to help you stay focused on what you're supposed to be working on and leaving less room for those distractions to creep in. And, you know, your calendar will communicate your unavailability. So, you know, during, let's say you're, you're doing that weekly preview and you know, Monday through Friday, hey, this is what I'm going to look, this is what it's going to look like. Here's my weekly big three. And this is what I have time for. This is what I'm not going to have time for this week. And then even in that same session, just go ahead and communicate that unavailability to those who may need to know about it or, or those normal avenues where potential interruptions can come in just so people know that, hey, these chunks of time or these couple of days don't even you know reach out to Courtney or, or Verbs or Blake because they're just unavailable. And that helps that helps kind of uh, reduce the anxiety and mitigate those those interruptions for your week. Absolutely. Put it on the calendar, especially if you're like me and you've got a calendar where other people can schedule stuff. I over calendar my life for that very reason, because yeah. <laughs> otherwise it's like, oh, wait, it's all meetings today. Okay, strategy number three is to nail your rituals. So your workday startup and shutdown should include zeroing your inboxes and I feel the temptation to get on my soapbox about, you know, people that have thousands of emails in their inbox, but I am going to not go down that distraction and, and just talk about what what's really important here is that you're trying to get this like low leverage work done in the beginning of the day and the end of the day. So it's not there interrupting your important work. Yeah, sometimes people are interrupting you because you were supposed to get back to them about something or they they actually need your eyes on something or whatever. And it's important that what the rituals do is kind of anchor that key administration, you know, assuming that that's part of your workday start up and shut down, you know, things like emails or checking Slack, you know, for me, there's like three different apps and stuff that I have to check in the beginning and at the end of the day, just so that I can kind of catch those little things and they don't Mm -hmm. come back at me when I'm trying to do something that's more high leverage. Well, you probably know the benefits of the compound effect of small actions through daily habits, but the biggest question is where are those habits leading you? Well, without a clear destination, it's really challenging to stay on course and keep up your motivation. 
So how do you decide which habits to prioritize in any given day, month, or even year? Well, the answer is a life plan. We here at Full Focus have created Life Focus, which is a brand new gamified approach to life planning. Each Life Focus kit comes with 11 card decks to help you define your personal mission, identify your personal values, describe your desired future, and determine your next steps, including the key milestones and essential habits to help you achieve your plan. By the end of this fun and easy process, you won't just have a vision for your life, you'll have the next steps and habits to pursue a life of greater direction, growth, and purpose. And right now, just for being a listener of Focus on This, we are giving you 15% off our Life Focus Kit and our course. So just go to fullfocus.co slash lifefocus and use the code FOT15 to get started. So guys, let's transition a little bit into talking about distractions. Like how do we f- defeat our own inclinations to stop working or just kind of put a pause of the momentum of the day? What can we do to help avoid that? The first strategy we'll talk about is simply to identify what those common distractions are. List out what distracts you. Make an actual list. It doesn't have to take a long time, but think through what are my most common distractions? What, what am I actually doing? <laughs> and if you want to stay honest, you could look at your phone, another nerd tip, see what apps you're going and how much time you're spending on those apps. You know, mm-hmm. be careful though. Anyway, <laughs> you, might get, you might get distracted by, you know, checking your email, looking at social media, or maybe just, hey, my, my thoughts got scattered and they're just kind of drifting off and, and whatever. So a way that I did this in my own life was... I would go a little bit further in using the full focus planner. There's this section in the daily page where you write your agenda. And I Mm -hmm. started not just writing my meetings, but I started writing exactly how I wanted to spend my time. So literally the whole thing was filled up. And then in the notes section, as I went through my day, I would write down how I actually spent that time. (laughs) And sometimes it's like, oh, you know, this, I got interrupted by this, or I got distracted and Mm. started doing X, you know, when I'm kind of reviewing my day, like what, where did the time actually go? And that was super helpful. The one to help me with, you know, the interruption side, but it also was like, oh, right, here's where I normally get distracted. What strategies could I develop to avoid those distractions? Yeah, that's good. I will add, I think another great trigger for doing this is when you end a day that you're like, oh my gosh, I just like didn't, I didn't get anything done today. Like you obviously didn't just sit there doing nothing. You did something and most likely it was a bunch of, you know, distractions. That's a great trigger point for like, okay, let me just write down, you know, what those things were. Again, this is not to punish yourself or or guilt yourself into doing better tomorrow. It's just like collecting the data. It's almost like a food journal. You know, like sometimes just the awareness of it uh, really helps move us forward. Um, So it's finding those, you know, common culprits and then creating strategies to defeat them. So again, the first strategy is just to list what distracts you. So strategy number two is to build in breaks. Um, I think this is important. I think I've talked about this app that I use um, before here on the podcast is making sure that you're at least stepping away from your computer 
at certain times of the day. This app that I use actually will close out your screen. It'll cause your screen to fade for whatever time increment you set it. You know, you can work for two hours and then have a 10 minute break or decide you want to push that break off. But the important part is to remember that we need these breaks because our, our minds can't continually work for eight hours at a time. It's just not sustainable. But when you're able to take scheduled breaks, you know, regularly, it's easier to put those distractions on hold. Yeah, this is a big one for me. Usually if I'm getting distracted, it's because I have some kind of need uh, that's that's not getting met. Like I'm, I'm, I'm feeling burnt out or my mind needs a break. And if you don't, mm-hmm. it's actually better to just stop for five minutes or 10 minutes and just let yourself, you know, off the hook and just whatever versus just getting distracted, you know, trying to push through and then you're just less productive the whole rest of the day because your your mind's telling you, hey, we need a rest, we need a rest. So I love that tip, Verbs. Build in breaks. Let's uh, shift to strategy three uh, when we're talking about dialing down distractions and getting the right stuff done. Clean your space. Okay, you guys, this was kind of rude making me read this one because <laughs> I've, you know, as I look Your around, so I can't clean. help but feel a little shame. Now, I know it looks like oh, behind you, you guys clean. listening, you can't, if you're listening to the podcast, you can't see this, but I've got this beautiful display of books so that it looks like I'm well read. Um, but on my desk in this little corner over here, it looks a little bit like my dorm room um, back in the day. Not that pretty. So, this is a good reminder for me. <laughs> but it's like what they say, a messy desk, a messy brain. Sometimes your your workspace just has things on it that sort of feel out of order. And then it's just this natural tendency where maybe maybe sometimes I get distracted because I'm, I've got a half-eaten bag of hippies chickpea puffs on my desk. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, well, I'm bougie, okay? I'm bougie yeah. and I'm healthy. You're bougie and healthy. First, finish well, the will- bag. So they don't, you know, get a, what do you call it? Not moldy, but uh There you go. Stale. Everyone listening oh, is like, oh gosh, stop ASMR. crinkling. Yeah. Well, I will just add to this. I feel like sometimes, especially on Monday mornings, I come up to my office and it's a hot mess and I kind of feel the like urgency of like getting to work immediately. Um, but I'll stop myself and just be like, I, if I'll just take five minutes to like mm. straighten this up, I know this week is going to feel a lot better than if I just, you know, plow through and just get, immediately get on my computer. So I, I think this is a great one that we overlook. Strategy number four, block out the world. Now, usually a couple of things that can help you with this is, you know, if you have a white noise or noise canceling headphones, these are your friends. Uh, not only will they help you, but they'll help other people uh, it's that signal you can throw that you are occupied and busy and not available. Uh, I know a lot of people use music if that helps you. This is weird because I know some people can actually work well to music with lyrics. Some people can't do that. They have to have instrumental music. Um, I, pr- I I love some good Baroque, good Baroque playlists while I'm working or house that helps me get stuff done. I was good. I was, I was wondering about that verbs. I can't, I can't listen to like interesting music. Mm-mm. Because then I can't I'm, listen then to any music. It's the worst. I I do use this app Brain.fm that kind of has like just sort of these weird, you know, kind of just boring, repetitive, sonic type of soundscape things, and that's sure. about as far as I can go. If you if you put on 
you know, some some <laughs> good music. I can just imagine it. <laughs> I can't. Feel, I can talk about you the strap into the song. Oh my gosh. Along. Yeah, for sure. You put on like any song from the 90s, Blake is gone. <laughs> <laughs> he's like singing. Yeah. He's doing his little thing that he does. Can't do it. Can't do it. Okay, strategy number five is get clear on what matters most. You know, (laughs) these are all really helpful, but the best strategy for staying focused is staying clear on what's most important. And obviously, that's what makes the full focus system so powerful. You know, every day, you know, taking time to determine what your daily big three are going to be is incredibly powerful for eliminating distraction. Uh, When you've narrowed your focus to those few key tasks, it's easier to set aside the rest. You know, it's easier to say, you know what, I'm not going to let email um, or Slack run my day um, because I know what I need to accomplish to have a sense of fulfillment and to end today feeling like, wow, I just crush this. I'm dropping crush because we before this episode aired, we had a long debate about whether crush was only a term that um, elder millennials are using. So since I think crush, I think crush, you know, it's one of those words that started out like, oh, wow, this is like a cool thing to say. And now it's sort of like, you know, okay, if you're if you're if you've got some some fun dad energy, you still say, (laughs) let's go crush it, you know? Okay, we're killing it. We're never saying crush again. Okay, okay. so this tool, really just getting clear, is going to make you be really awesome. (laughs) You're going to be the bomb.com. Everything. Oh, wow. Okay, we're going backwards on this. We're going, let's, can we go back to crush? So quick rundown. We we covered a lot of ground. We talked about interruptions, gave you a few strategies to conquer interruptions, signal your unavailability, schedule high leverage work, and nail, dial in those rituals, or maybe even crush those rituals. <laughs> um, and then we talked about distractions, listing out what are the things that are distracting you, building a strategy to to eliminate them once you know what they are, scheduling some breaks in your day clean your workspace up, Blake Stratton, finally, and block out the world. And finally, get clear on what matters most. Identifying that daily big three is huge. And, you know, leaving that daily, you know, making that daily big three visible throughout your day. So, verbs, I mean, we we delivered some serious value here today, wouldn't you say? Let's just pat ourselves. Go ahead. I do concur. Let's just have a hand clap. I got fun dad energy. Let's, Let's give a hand clap. (laughs) so the good news is you don't have to let your day get hijacked by interruptions and distractions by leveraging the strategies we've shared today you can make greater gains toward your goals courtney and blake before you wrap up do you have any final thoughts for our listeners today i feel like if i've said this like once on this episode i've said it like 12 times but guys do not let email and slack run your day like that I feel like that's our invisible enemy here it's like like that is such an easy trap and I get it we all do it but the next time you find yourself there like getting on that slippery slope like just stop and be like no I'm not doing it thank you for joining us on focus on this this is the most productive podcast on the internet so share it with your friends and don't forget 
to join our Full Focus Planner community right there on Facebook. We'll be here next week with another great episode. But until then, stay Stay focused. focused. She's she's talking old school Space Jam, which I just saw for the first time. Like three months ago. You just saw for the first time? Yeah. Wait, the first one or the second? Wow. I may have seen it. Look at that soundtrack. Got it. Hates Tom Brady. Hates Michael Jordan. I can kind of put I can put the stuff together. I don't hate Michael Jordan. Nick is not a goat fan. I, I right? don't hate He's Michael an Jordan. Enneagram four, dude. He I, doesn't I, like anything everybody else likes. That's true. This episode is brought to you by Life Focus, a new gamified approach to life planning that's easy, fun, and gives you a GPS for your next 10 years. You can start today at fullfocus.co slash lifefocus.